Yo, what's up, man? Hey, buddy. Where's, uh, this is weird. I know, it's just two of us. What's going on? Do you think she got the invite? <laughs> yeah, I sent her a Kel invite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she said yes. Yeah. Colleen, we miss you. We're going to try and not get into some trouble. Yeah, we don't, this we don't even have a guest to like anchor us now. I know. This is, we're going to get your, get a, get a whiskey or something. What's she going to come back to, you know, <laughs> two, three, four, whatever, however long it is. The brand burned now. to the ground. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, I have to rebuild this myself. <laughs> How did you guys fuck it up this <laughs> all right, bad? All right, this get fast. in the studio. <laughs> There's going to be a pub- public apology and, you know, thanks for sticking, sticking with us guys. Um, but yes, I'll, this is the first solo without calling. First duo app ever. Yeah. Yeah feels weird but it should be fun we're gonna yeah. we're gonna we got some stuff we got to talk about so yeah. you know don't school. worry colleen will be back soon and um you know just bear with us but first thing i want to know is how are you man i'm good i'm good there's a nip in the air and you know what that means it's almost decorative gourd season <laughs> <laughs> is that how you evaluate autumn like, <laughs> yeah yeah, there's a nip in the mine, air, mine is uh, uh, cold brew versus hot coffee. Mm, mm. I just switch. What's your one threshold? Day. What's your degree threshold? Not high because I'm on hot coffee now. Okay. It's just like weird. Like as soon as I'm not sweating, I'm just like, yeah, hot coffee. Yeah. Bi- and the- Billy was basically saying this. Yeah. Or no, the reverse. He was like, my threshold's like 55 degrees to go back to cold, hot. Oh, interesting. I've the been, other one is martinis in the summer and uh, old fashions in the winter. Mm. Like as like a pre-drink, pre-dinner cocktail. Yeah. That hasn't changed over. Okay. Well, you're, so there's, there's layers to this. <laughs> and I'm just thinking of gourds. Yeah. <laughs> now, have you ever read that though? The It's Decorative Gourd Season Motherfuckers article? <laughs> no. Oh, it's amazing. It's really funny. Um, all right. But yes, I'm, I'm doing well. Yeah. Things are good. How you do? Uh, did you go to Climate Week shit? Uh, I went to this. What is Climate Week? As far as I know, Climate Week is uh, VC parties, <laughs> uh, <laughs> protests. <laughs> uh, that's about it. I, Does, I, I it, assume there's actual events. Did Klaus Schwab start it? <laughs> like who? Who owns it? <laughs> I don't know. It's. Yeah, it's not like it's the South by Southwest of... Like, I don't really know what it is, to be honest. I just feel like people started asking me about it, like, maybe last year? Or, the like, someone was like, what are you doing for Climate Week? I was like, what? what is that? There also, for years, has been New York Energy Week, and I don't really know what that is either. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, well, did you do anything for it? All I did for Climate Week was sit here on this couch and, you know... Talk to Mark about talk to Mark energy. until like two in the morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just I worked till like nine p.m. that day and just came here and <laughs> ate a burger and talked about nuclear energy. There were yeah. no, there were so many things I wanted to go to that I just couldn't. Um, yeah, there was a cool. Well, you're grind. You're on there your was Sigma a, grind set. There was a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a cool uh like sort of interconnection thing that Keyframe hosted. Oh yeah. Um, that I really wanted to go to, but I couldn't, and sent Billy instead. Nice. Um, that's a good move. Uh, and then, uh, there was the USV party that night as well. That oh, I yeah. just like, I just could not get out of work that night. Yeah. 
Um, I wanted to go to that too. Those were really the only things <clears throat> I was like that were on my radar. I did. Um, I went to the Equal Summit, which actually was actually sick. That was that night like, as well, right? Big shouts to Rick and. Oh no, that was the whole uh, thing. The, the like climate <clears throat> venture. Yeah, it was like Climate thing. Capital Summit. Yeah, 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 and yeah. It seemed like it was. I was like, so there was a dinner the night before, which was cool. Um, saw a bunch of people and. Um, the the summit itself, I was like, oh, I don't have to go to any other events because like everyone I want to see is here. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like you know, a lot of people in the space you like don't realize you know or like because mm-hmm. you don't see them as much, and yeah. then you're like, oh, holy shit! Like all these people are mad cool. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it was kind of actually a funny like, oh, whoa. There's I don't think of it as like a scene really, but. I was like, oh, well, there's like a crew. kind of is, you know? yeah. Um, My favorite thing about Climate Week is that I already live in New York. So it's just kind of <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it's the right. week where everybody I talk to is <laughs> right. in my city, you know? <laughs> like, I like, can just like see 20 people. I can hang out people. whoever I yeah. want, with <laughs> yeah. whoever I want. Yeah. yeah. Maybe um, maybe next year we should be proactive and schedule Dervos far in advance to be at the end of Climate Week so that like everybody's in town yeah. already. And it's very easy for them to be like, but then oh, you're yeah, getting everyone like at the end of their, maybe they're aghast. Okay, maybe you just make it Monday. I think you just make them come back. <laughs> you just make them come yeah. back, yeah, for okay. the diehards. And I it's guess a good, it's a good. We're filter, always going to you know? be like, it's like a low capacity thing anyway. So, oh, that's a good. We should. Um, we we want to shout out Dervos because it's, it's November coming. 9th. Yeah, we're we've sent like two emails and sent sold a lot of tickets, so it will sell out. Yeah, we're probably like fifty percent sold out or something yeah. already. Um, yeah, in Brooklyn at the Navy Yard at New Lab, same place we did it last year, except we're taking over the whole building this yeah. time or most of it. Yeah, so it's gonna be a bigger event. We have insane speakers coming. Yeah, the, the which next, we're I think we're still nailing blast. a few down, but we'll announce some others soon. Yeah, we'll announce some others soon that are gonna be really awesome. Um, it's gonna be cool. I'm it's gonna be great, so and then pumped. the after party is gonna be sweet. Obviously, I'm I'm in charge of. I haven't told you guys much about it, but is it gonna be Vi- Miami Vice themed? Like everyone has to show up in a white suit. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Is there gonna be a theme? Uh, do you want to come on my party planning? Or committee? maybe like cyberpunk themed? Oh, that'd be sick. You know. Well, maybe. All I'll say is I'm trying to work some shit out with Corey. Nextina, mm, maybe solar punk mm, themed. Mm, yeah, okay, we'll see. Um, I've heard interesting rumors. <clears throat> yeah, um, and the other thing we're wait, we're trying to wait, wait one one quick tease. What for the after party? Which has the bigger budget, the sound or the batteries? Well, probably the sound. <laughs> but that's cool that's a good trying, answer we're trying, yeah. we're trying to figure both out but that means a lot because there's a lot of batteries yeah too. that's yeah. right um and uh oh we, we we gotta start doing the npr style announcements so we used to paywall solo apps so that we'd get paid subscribers to like help fund dr task force and we're not doing that anymore we're just asking everyone for money yeah so like if you're listening and you like the pod, we're starting a policy team and they're actually starting to work on like some cool issues in New York. Um, and we'll probably, I don't know, we should like send a newsletter or something about this, but well, basically, and, and I mean, we'll, we'll we're like going to like pay someone to like work, like it'll be their job. 
Yeah. And they're, a, they're an epic, they're like a really cool community member that a lot of, you know, um, we haven't like fully finalized cause we don't know if we can have enough money yet to pay her. <laughs> <laughs> so. We're getting there. Yeah, <laughs> We're getting, yeah, yeah. So subscribe $5. No one makes any money on this. Like if anything, we lose a lot of money and it, you're not going to get like content or anything. You're just like funding the policy team. Yeah. And it, like whatever else we do. It's like mission and purpose that yeah. you care about. Um, right. I mean, and at, and at Dervos, we will, we will have a session on right. the policy. Right. That's like being what done they're kind of what formally they're doing. Yeah. Um, anyway, similar, so, similarly, wait, last one I got to do. What? If you are a part of a company or organization that wants to sponsor Dervos. Oh yeah. Give us that money also for that is too. out there as yeah. an avenue that, that is the only money we will make on Dervos. That's like right. otherwise we're going to break even. Um, probably we, I think we almost lost money last year. Yeah. And just to be clear, <laughs> when I say we will make, I'm not saying James and I, I'm saying the org <laughs> so that we can pay for things. Yeah. Right. Uh, we personally make zero money on this. All right. That was boring. We've never done that. That was boring. <laughs> so this basically is like is our phone a thon. <laughs> Colleen's gone and we're just making a cold pot <laughs> <laughs> begging for money. <laughs> All right. Why don't we, we talk about fun stuff? Well, yeah. What are, so we talked about climate week. What else we got here? Um, what did you think of, well, actually I'm just keen. You said you have a crazy, yeah, let's just do it. You want to do it? Okay. Or should I tell my, I was thinking about CDR at climate week. What do you want to talk about first? Were you, is that part of the, part of the story? Then you go first. You go first. So I've actually been thinking about this a lot lately. Um, since talking to Nick, when we were talking about like metrics and stuff, and it really hit me during climate week. I think it was, there was like a, a like uh drinks thing at someone's apartment after the equal summit that night. And I don't know why, but the group of people there was like, everyone I met was CDR and I didn't, I'm not exposed to that world at all. Cause again, I'm, I'm always like, I just focus and work on energy. Like, I don't know what climate tech is. I just like, want to sell things that have value. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I just like the grid is a big enough problem. I can't worry about like all climate things everywhere. Whenever people ask me about stuff, I'm like, I honestly have no idea. But so I, I talk to a lot more CDR people than I normally would. And I hope this doesn't come off as a knock, but you know, it was like, we put carbon in the ocean floor and then my startup puts carbon in the riverbed, (laughs) in riverbeds. My startup puts carbon in like little oil wells. And I'm just like the number of, I just had this moment where I was like the number of people and talent going into like pulling carbon out of the air. It's like very weird. I just got struck with this like obsession that we have Mm -hmm. with one thing. (laughs) And I'm like, the environment has a lot of problems and there's like, are we putting like too many, too much talent into like, into this molecule, into like carbon. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like if everyone is working on that and I dawned on me when Nick was talking about biodiversity and how there's all these other metrics that matter. Mm-hmm. Like when you build your model of a ra- reality around like carbon bad, you can even see. And then I started thinking like, do any of these have like negative yeah. effects? Cause they're like, we suck more carbon into the ocean. That was one of them. And I was like, is that bad for the ocean? 
Yeah, I'd be curious about I'm, that. And I'm not saying this is like a already, naive comment. The ocean already is a carbon sink. I don't want to like spread that, uh, disinfo. You know? Well, no, but really, the ocean is one of the major natural. I think they were like sinks, saying they like turn well, it into rocks and it like oh, filters out or whatever. Okay, okay, not you literally know, calcium carbonate not like or some ocean shit. acidification. Right. Yeah. Because okay. I was like, oh, you're fixing ocean acidification, and they were like, no, <laughs> we're doing what acidifies the ocean to pull more carbon in but in a way that doesn't acidify it more and i'm like but don't we need to stop acidifying it too <laughs> yeah you know what I, mean? so I was just like talking to this person i was like there's so many other environmental problems and we're so like hyper focused on like carbon equals like the end of the world people doing one thing yeah and i'm just like remember when it was cool to just like save a rainforest <laughs> like <laughs> like where are the tree huggers at <laughs> everyone wants like genetically modified trees now <laughs> to like pull more carbon out of the air. But I'm like, what if that's not good for trees? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, to be fair. Is this really stupid? Or yeah. I would. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those questions that's hard to answer because I feel like it's about quantities, right? It's like, are too many people focused on this? I don't know how many people are focused on it. It's hard for me to say. I did, I, I did say that very bluntly to like my homie who's starting something in CDR. I was like, yo, are you like, <laughs> there's just too many people working on this. He was like, no, you're just that one party, but it's like a very, very small space. Yeah. I guess that's, I do, I do I think asking. the point yeah. stands though, that the average think of the, as you were talking about on the Mark pod, um, like the seventies environmentalists mm -hmm. carbon mattered, but it wasn't like the dominant thing. No. no. And I, I think it's more just observing that, culturally we it has become the dominant thing and it's like the only thing that matters is the only thing that i hear about in the discourse yeah, yeah yeah yeah. i don't hear about like generally i love nature let's like you know well and i think it it's often <clears throat> suggested that you shouldn't even be thinking about that it's sort of like the problem's carbon it's not about preserving nature it's about it's about ensuring humans benefit from nature that's um, yes uh and that's actually often presented as a a salve to like anti-environmentalism like it's basically like some people will say that as a way of saying no 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 this isn't about like hippie stuff this is just about making sure we like right we like flourish right here. i think that's right? the thing that's exactly my point point. Yeah. and that's the thing that i it like loses the meaning for it me kind of struck you a little yeah because i'm like wait the th the reason i care about this is like i enjoy being in nature myself yeah and if like we're abstracting the nature itself out of the problem in a way then, then you're sort of like, i'm like what i don't feel i just don't feel it you know yeah, what I mean? yeah yeah so it's like when we only talk about carbon i'm just like it doesn't connect with me at all yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's a molecule and it's always in the con in, in the like context of like stopping this imminent doom that's coming our way or something and I mean, that I is the only mean. case for CDR, as far as I can tell. Yes. Right. Um, but maybe, it's just maybe, like a weird, very narrow representation yeah. of the world. Yeah. yeah. I have like a problem with the, mo like the, mo the like, I don't know if it's too meta, but it's, it's, if you take the, um, I'm trying to think about how to say it. 
But you know, it's like it creates like a very narrow mapping of the world. Yeah. 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 It's and true. the problems that we face. Yeah. It's a big one for sure. But it's just one like if we don't stop this we lose and i'm like uh, one i don't really know if that's true because i think a lot of things will change but yeah i don't know i'll shut up but no i think i get it it is i mean i i think carbon is very important and i do think yeah climate is it can be pretty scary um obviously there's a lot of unknowns and everything but it you know it presents some pretty large risks. Um, I just have always kind of found the the CDR thing to be... It's like a very sort of simple rationale, right? It's I guess what you're saying, yeah, just like carbon is the problem, let's get the carbon out of there. And <laughs> I'm kind of just like interested in... I don't know, are we ever going to actually do that? I don't know. I, it just feels feels like it attracts attention because it's this very simple solution and there's probably some amount of it that should exist yeah but yeah i don't know i it's hard for me to wrap my head around personally yeah what maybe we I, should have a cdr person on yeah that'd be cool yeah kind and of, i don't mean i mean I, i'm like just, see, learn what we're missing here yeah yeah i do always just go back to the like what i saw a stat today that like we put 10 calories of oil into one calorie of food in the u.s or something. <laughs> like, yum like <laughs> digging all this shit out of the ground to like drive the economy and then we're using the economy to like put all the shit back in the ground and i'm like it's just <laughs> like there's no way this works like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's hard for me to imagine at scale yeah. like i just doubt on kind of the first principles like and I don't know, maybe you're using like biological molecules or like putting some process sort in the of like ocean. Non-thermodynamic ways. Yeah. yeah, sort of like yeah, the weather weathering and mineralization yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I thought where I thought you were gonna go with this would be something about like because this is another sort of beat you're on, is kind of like the the hubris of managing nature. Yeah. Right. I thought I thought you were gonna go down that road. Well, that I mean, it is. I guess it's an extension are, of that. Yeah. It's, when yeah. I say like a narrow representation of nature, it, it, that's it's like the same thing to me. Like I thought you were gonna start a sentence with "I studied chaos theory." <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. Though, I know you're I'm saying, saying the that, model yeah, yeah. is like so simple as to be yeah. meaningless. Yeah. Um. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So that was that was our new segment. Um, <laughs> we started it when we were what were we talking when we were talking about like seed oils and shit and just kind of going off on stuff we didn't know anything about. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like it's like uh, the vibe. We just we just put vibes out. It's like not rigorous thinking at all on topics we don't actually know a lot about. We just like. Hey, speaking of, it's like want, our it's like our fake news section. Yeah. <laughs> like, do, do you want some not rigorous thinking about a topic I know yes, nothing about? Yes, this is All our right. segment. I've I've been thinking a lot about like degrowth and growth as it pertains to sort of two popular. I'm not going to say memes, but kind of like <laughs> meme type things in the discourse right mm -hmm. now. So I'm going to string this together. Bear with me. The first thing is. Uh, you know, the, the sort of like meme on Twitter. I mentioned this in the last episode where someone will like post the Parthenon and say, why can't we build things like this anymore? Right. <laughs> yeah. And then the second one 
is concerns about population growth declining or like population asymptotes or even decline, right? Both of these are kind of like in, in the discourse right now. Yeah. And if I'll unpack them one by one, I think there's a common thread here that has to do with stuff we talk about a lot. Wait, population growth asymptotes. So basically, population yeah, like decline, we're going to like we're, not, the, not hitting the replacement rate, like rich countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll start with that one. Right. So there's this, and actually I think like, Elon was tweeting about it a bunch today or something. Yeah, because um, he's had like 10 kids with three women. So his he's, cover he's is having more kids. He's living by his mission. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, but but this concern that we're, we're not basically producing enough people. Yeah. Right. Um, forgetting any of the morality or whatever, you know, whatever your moral arguments are for or against or whatever that. Um, what anecdotally seems the case to me is in co- wealthy countries... Uh, the the people around me, for example, here in New York City, people delay having children basically because they see it to some extent having a trade-off with wealth. Yeah. And I don't just mean like kids cost money. I mean, (laughs) if I delay having children, I can advance my career more than I would be able to otherwise if I had children at like 23. And it leads to then people... And also like I don't want to have a kid in like a 400 square foot yeah, like yeah, right. Studio yeah. or something. Well, that too. But I think the big thing is basically people think it interferes with career yeah, opportunity yeah, yeah, as yeah. at when you're in your 20s, yeah. right? Basically, what you can call that is people see an opportunity cost, yeah. right? Um, the Then if we go to the Parthenon thing, right? Which is... I'm so interested to you, see where this plays out. Yeah, this is going somewhere. So you can imagine back in the day... You're a mega rich person, whether that means you're the emperor or you're the Medici family or you're, <laughs> you're Rockefeller, right? Yeah. Um, you just have like silly money, right? At some point, you don't know what to do with it anymore. And it's a much less efficient economy, right? The, 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 the opportunities to invest are less visible, right? Just work with me for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so when someone says, hey, the library you're building, we could make it really fucking awesome if you gave us 20% more money. Right. Well, you don't really have a home for that extra oh, you know, $10 million anyway. So you're kind of like, yeah, cool, let's go. Yeah. But, and- but today you have the persistent reminder that that extra $20 million could be earning 6% interest, right? Or, or whatever, you know, just like plunk it in an index fund, you know, or obviously that's not what rich people do. Yeah. But like the opportunities are are very visible. So it's also about opportunity cost, right? Because I don't think we've like forgotten how to build the Parthenon. And I don't think people, it's not as if people don't think it's cool anymore. Yeah. It's that we're more, uh, we're, we're, we're more interested in basically a- applying uh, our money to things we view as, uh, you know, uh, generating growth uh, because we see those opportunities more than we used to. So what, where I'm going with both of these things is basically could one construct the argument that a wealthy society that's experienced a lot of growth produces sort of an optimization toward toward capital being invested well? Mm-hmm. 
that leads us astray from the things we find beautiful and meaningful, mm. such as a beautiful public works project, such as having children earlier in your life and perhaps that trading off with your career development. Like, could one argue, yes, that this fixation on growth yeah. is, is, quote, anti-human, right? Oh, interesting. Um, this is how you're turning around on the, the degrowthers being anti-human? I'm not necessarily making this argument, but, like, yeah. it struck me that in both of these sort of, like, meme things in the discourse, I definitely see opportunity cost and sort of a more sophisticated evaluation of that over time and in wealthy countries you actually see those opportunities yeah. as major drivers of those phenomena um so and and it sort of feels like to me that some of the more weird right reactionary world kind of gets down with the argument i'm making they wouldn't call it degrowth right but they're kind of anti-market Right. Yeah. A lot of these folks are kind yeah. of like, no, there's a better way to do things. I don't care what your market says. I don't care like what your optimal investment strategy is. Yeah. Like big churches are good. Having <laughs> kids is good. Yeah. Nuclear plants are good. Yeah. Right. Um, Dude, there's so, and there. that is kind of degrowthy, but it's like a very different perspective on it. You're right that there's a lot to talk about here. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about that? Did I, I? I think I just like put up a pretty interesting you, thing. You here. definitely did. Yeah. I mean, I think like a few quick reactions just to like get. My first thing is like wanting to drill into the assumption of the opportunity cost thing. I buy, I like. I would want to understand why like, you know, a Bill Gates wealth today is, is different than like a Rockefeller or Medici. Like if, well, cause literally there's <clears throat> oh, 5,000 fund managers I'm just knocking at his I'm door. Just, I'm just laying a few out. Yeah. I don't, I don't necessarily buy that assumption. Um, I think it is. Yeah. Less supported for that meme than for the well actually i get i get where where i would align with you is like there is a different like structure to our growth engine than those in the past like namely this like we literally try and bake inflation into like our money system yeah yeah, through central banking control yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and i don't know enough to say that was like i know it was different in rockefeller's era because like the fed was not even didn't even exist yet yeah um, but I don't know about, you know, the Medici's like, we're the, we're the bank, <laughs> I guess. They're just like, we have um, too much money. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, Eric Weinstein is whatever, but he does have this great, um, what does he call it? Like the embedded growth obligation that like in a lot of our institutions, it's like embedded in their, um, yeah, I know what you're saying. Like How would social you security it? requires economic growth. To yeah, like yeah, yeah, security. yeah. And so yeah. that that is yeah. like another word for that is just like cancer. Because <laughs> it's just like that's like cells growing. Like yeah, cancer yeah, yeah. emerges out of like that fundamental like. The sort of logical end is that it's infinitely big. Yeah, yeah and yeah, that yeah, it like yeah. keeps growing whether or not that's good or not. Yeah. Like the cells keep multiplying. And so when you have this like you embedded sort of never undo it. growth yeah. obligation, you can like metastasize into the pursuit of more cell division with a, no longer like questioning is this cell like does it serve a function 
Yeah. 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 Um, it makes it extremely difficult to ask those questions. Then. Yeah. And yeah. you could definitely, I think it's, you know, it's not hard to make an argument whether or not it's true that, um, which obviously I'd be comfortable making given my prior, uh, rhapsodizing on Bitcoin and et cetera. <laughs> like, uh, you know, our like there there does seem to be a problem with like how our central banking institutions are set up and like how we're creating money and and et cetera. Um, compared to even what we were like having a fiat monetary system, which is different than like Rockefeller and Medici eras, for example. So you know wait, what I mean, if, so like if we can just focus in on it though, so if if it is not, I'm I'm basically saying it's not opportunity cost necessarily. It's like like structure it's structure yeah, yeah. i get but but if how it, that connects it, is like in a deflationary environment it, it you're you're kind of saying the same thing where you're like maybe less incentivized to like invest for a return because like saving produces more wealth essentially if you're in a deflationary well, to, you know what i'm saying like to, saving yeah, money like yeah. just you lose money over time in yeah. an inflationary environment well, so but i guess so if one's to argue that <clears throat> the parthenon effect which is what I'm just going to coin this. Yeah, is was was not driven by lack of opportunity cost, right? So basically, the discount rate when building the Parthenon was zero or even negative, right? So we were just like, yeah, spend the money, whatever. Yeah, right. Um, uh, if that is the case, uh, that would mean that someone actually thought putting the extra money into making the Parthenon beautiful would provide returns. Yeah. And I'm not sure if that's the case. That's the answer I'm trying to, the question I'm trying to answer, right? I don't think anyone did it because they were like, oh yeah, I actually am projecting that, you know, my, uh, the fruit market is going to be more successful if it's in a beautiful building. Um, Yeah. And here's my numbers. I don't think anyone was doing that. So it was either... I do think it was probably someone making a value judgment about the building. And they're like, no, this should be beautiful. Yeah. But in order for that value judgment to be feasible, like politically, there couldn't have been a much better use for the money. Right. Otherwise there would be too much pushback. Yeah. So I think we should leave that for a second. Cause I wanted to get into the other, the other stuff. Wait, really quickly. So the opportunity cost thing for kids, does that resonate a little more? Um, I think what I'm basically saying is like, I buy a lot of the dots you're connecting. I'm just not, I don't know that like opportunity cost is like the, right, is like the central sort of thing. the right trigger. So I'm going to yeah. offer a potential alternative and see if they connect. Okay. okay. And this might get me into trouble. Whoa. So I want, <laughs> well, um, how do I get into this? Um, I would just say in general, I like digging into ideas and understanding them like wherever they come from. And lately (laughs) I've been spending time digging into some right wing Twitter shit. And it's actually the central argument for like what, what it means to be right wing is like hierarchy and order. Mm -hmm. So I think like basically a lot of, um, 
uh, and I, I'm not making a value judgment on any of this. Um, but I think like the way we use the term like right and left is like very distorted these days. Cause then yeah. you can also, it's not, doesn't necessarily connect one-to-one to like conservative and progressive Yeah, where you're like trying to like conserve the existing order versus yeah. like building a new order versus like you, you challenging could be, the existing. You could be a right progressive. Yeah, yeah. there are right yeah. progressives for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, and so the, the way the like <clears throat> Parthenon, you know, verse like, uh, whatever, you know, spending money on yeah. the library, like making something beautiful as like a right wing principle of creating something like ordered and beautiful mm-hmm. is like a more, they're not like, they're not markets people to yeah. the point. It's just, it's just like, it's like more elitist and aristocratic. This is what we must do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know how you're like to connect that to your like opportunity cost perspective, but when you're building like a giant church and you're saying like, look at how beautiful this is and like, look at the heights man can reach and we're going to spend all this money on it. It's not like a market or opportunity cost argument. It's a kind of like hierarchical, this is like, we should build into institutions to strive towards. Yeah. Um, I mean, and the church is like literally just for that. So, right. yeah. But think about grand central station. They didn't have to make it that nice. They didn't have to spend that much money. Why did they spend all that money on making it so nice? It's not a place of worship. It's a place of function or is it? I'm not sure, but, <laughs> but I really believe if someone was knocking on the mayor's door at the time Grand Central was being yeah. built and saying, and saying, you know, that extra 20% you're spending on Grand Central beyond its utility, if you gave me that 20%, I can get you a 10% return. It would be very hard for the mayor to authorize the budget for Grand Central. Today, yeah. And yeah, why? I mean, and perhaps back then as well. Um, Unless there was just sort of a hyper abundance. No, this is, of, this is, it's so funny because yeah. this totally connects to like actually talking to Mark on the last pod. Like, mm-hmm. he's basically just rejecting the idea of markets or power markets at least and being like, no, LCOEs on like 20 year time horizons make no sense. Like, build the 100 year asset. Yeah. Yeah. And, there isn't e- even a, if no, oh, you can yeah. like, there's no like Lazard, like, oh, this resource is cheaper than that there, one. There's no fund manager that has a hundred year view. Right? No. Yeah. There's no, yeah, it's not a so thing. It's not yeah. even, he's just saying like, maybe we could replace opportunity cost with like hyper optimization. Um, Cause that's another way of saying kind of what I'm saying. Right. Which is, yeah. Which is just being extremely precise and not just precise, but uh, yeah, yeah, just being super optimized, yeah, right? um, to the point that like your objective function maybe like leads society astray, yeah, you know. Um. Well, I I think I understand how they're connected. Yeah. Um. So this is uh, 
this is where I get into trouble. Uh, in so I re- like I read Bab's book, and Who? there's a there's a huh? Who? Who? So in it, he talks about like like yeast cells and like ordered cells. It's like it's a strange like like metaphor around like biology and you mm-hmm. know, whatever. I don't know how that maps to political systems, but basically like yeast like divides indiscriminately and like, or, but like ascending life, like orders itself. Yeah. Like and so human he's making like a hard, a hard right wing argument for like, like order is better than the yeast. Yeah. So when you're talking about like returns, you're talking about like, indiscriminate like yeah cell multiplication regardless of what they produce yes it's just like goal returns yes no other questions that's how you connect the (laughs) when you're like the right-wing parthenon to like opportunity (laughs) cost through weird internet discourse so do you think that all leads to though like this sort of like right reactionary view that is kind of degrowthy yeah for sure yeah yeah it's um, not about growth at all. Yeah. It's about order and like beauty. And I so, I mean, in there, like that was how, that was, that would be how they make the argument. And so if you, um, I don't want to like imply Mark is right. No, wing not, not at, at all. all. Yeah. But there is, I did, I used to scratch my head being like, um, and we would as well. And I yeah. mentioned this on the that podcast guys, is like, yeah, yeah. why do you like Bitcoin people like nuclear? Like I didn't understand it at all because like yeah. Bitcoin is supposed to be like decentralized and like yeah you know whatever. But what they're actually talking about is like hard money supply, like sort of owned and mined by like an aristocratic elite. Yeah, and they talk about cathedrals too. Like some Bitcoin companies are called like Cathedra Bitcoin. <laughs> like yeah. they like and nuclear. So yeah. they think about like cathedrals, Bitcoin, and yeah. nuclear. Yeah. So I was like, wait, this is actually like a cogent right wing philosophy. Yeah. No, I it see is. That. Like, yeah. it is right wing. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. In, in the definition of like, that's the political system that like pursues hierarchy and order in whatever like framework you currently inhabit. Yeah. In, in energy world. Yeah. I think there's definitely a, a strain of, of nuclear thought that is right wing in that sense yeah They're like let's just build the system the right way that god intended exactly yeah and um, like yeah it's fine there's like 10 of us and we're really we're smarter than everyone else and we're just gonna like plan it this way yeah um yeah similarly very connected is there's someone on else i'm thinking of i'm not gonna mention but who is kind of their view is sort of the grid's a monopoly stop fucking around yeah yeah, yeah. like let the smart people build it the right way yeah yeah yeah. Um, and it is, but, but that inherently trades off with growth. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, let's do the thing that, that the market wouldn't select. Yeah. Um, although interestingly, so that's, that's, yeah. what's interesting though, is like, um, there, there became this like weird association with like markets and, conservative the, the right yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. libertarian right in a yeah. way you know but it's like actually that's like one strand of like american conservatism but it's not really that's not about being right that's more about no and like yeah. neoliberals which are like the left like yeah were the biggest evangelists of markets 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just weird that, I don't know, maybe it's because of the Republican, and the Republican Party is like pro-big business. It's not even like pro-markets necessarily. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know what I'm getting at? Like it, it is. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah. It gets even stranger, I think, when you try to port it all back to energy. But actually, I think it does actually pretty much line up with what we were just saying. I think saying. the progressives are more pro-markets now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember this is one of the first things you mentioned, like one yeah. of our very early pods. Yeah. You said, oh, yeah, I like energy because it's all topsy-turvy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like Ugh. the so-called left, because they like solar and wind, and it's winning in like the most yeah. liberalized market, Texas, it's now surpassed California as the biggest market, is like the the most you know we talked about on the mark podcast that it's like not um it's not like a market market but it is like the most crazy kind of liberalized liberalized market and it and then you go to like more top-down states and stuff or like even blue states and it's like you know renewables aren't happening as much so like the republicans are like anti markets because it lets renewables happen and like the renewables left people are like pro markets because it lets you know what i mean it just i mean is it fair to say that basically american politics really isn't ideological at all (laughs) it's more about just sort of interest alignment um no i mean i think it i think it just depends on how you define it well, the ideology is in what interests you're aligning with, rather. Yeah, I mean, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, but there there are a few people who would, you know, sort of, I think there are a few politicians who would sort of abandon their existing interests, you know, the, the folks who are knocking on their door um, if their so-called, you know, philosophy were to point them in a different direction. Right. Um Anyway, yeah, this was my thought. The, 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 this was my, my degrowth thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's interesting. So you're basically saying like growth is like, le- is like leftist. In the U.S. Like- I mean, the main crux of what I was considering wasn't really to make it political necessarily, yeah. but just to present that a the- view of degrowth which is pro human if if you will and and pro beauty. Um, well that is oh yeah. well no the traditional degrowth of like we need fewer people for the environment. Yeah. Uh people call it anti-human, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you're saying this is degrowth that's pro human or are you saying that the people who say they're pro this are actually like aligned with the anti uh, no, I'm not human I'm, degrowth. Not, none of that. I was trying to sort of stay out of all that. Just yeah, yeah. It just struck me that this is an argument for degrowth or slowed growth or whatever, yeah. uh, which is very much pro-human, very much pro-beauty, and sort of frames growth as this like perverse optimization. Yeah. Um. Uh. And that there are better gods to serve. Yeah. Right. Um. And it just that felt like stuff a lot of people saying you know, people are saying right yeah. now even if they're not really clear they're saying it right you know um 
And you can, in some ways, I think, circle that back to a more old school lefty degrowth thing too. Yeah. Which would be less about, you know, the sort of the boogeyman lefty that like wants there to be less people (laughs) on earth, but is more so like, no, there are, there are higher virtues to strive for than GDP. Right. Right. Um, uh, such as, I don't know, uh, public services, feeding people, things like this. Right. Right. Um, and we shouldn't be so obsessed with growth that we, that we don't do great things. Right. Uh, anyway, this, yeah, that's, that's no, all I'm I got. Still, I'm, me- I'm meditating more on this. So d- is there, if you had a billion dollars, would you build a badass church or would you look for returns? I mean, or Parthenon or whatever? It's really hard to say the former. It's really, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's some point where... But even if it's, you know, imagine you're Bill Gates, right? Yeah. And forget all the political things. He's built like a lot of computer science schools, but they don't, they're not that good looking. Yeah. Right. Like, and that's kind of my point. Like, even if you're in the phase where like X percent of my money is only good for charity, like I don't need any returns. Right. You're still getting approached with every charitable offer ever. Yeah. Right. You're still like. Oh, I could plunk 20% extra into the computer science building and make it beautiful. Right. Or I could plunk that 20% in some other computer science building, in some malaria treatment, like whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Um, whereas there was probably, I, it just seems those opportunities yeah. were, were less liquid uh, or whatever the right term is, uh, less visible right. uh, in a less connected world. And you might have just said, yeah, this building's kind of my only project right now. Let's well, make it amazing. This is why I'm, I am connecting it back to left, right. Just because like, I do think the Marxist view of the world is traditionally like about fulfilling base needs for more people, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like making sure yeah. everyone has like a bed and shelter and everything. Yeah. And so you're not, if your optimization function is that, you're not going to spend on like the frivolity of beauty. You're going to like use the extra 20% you could have spent making the computer science building beautiful to like build another one. Yeah. And make yeah. sure more people have access. It's about yeah, like you, access. You can not... still be the sort of hyper optimal Marxist as well. Right. And say, yeah, this, this amazing train station, stupid. It should be another bed at the shelter. Yeah. Um, so that, I mean, that's, what's interesting to me is, but there's also like big nuclear socialists and there's also like hard, right, big nuclear that are like horseshoe theory. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. And it's also what we've talked about in the past of like, um, Mark Jacobson's like a hundred percent renewables and like Alex Epstein's like fossil future. They're like the same person. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know best. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. But I don't know. It's like a similar, I don't know. It trips me out. I'm going down this nuclear rabbit hole and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, I don't know. I think there's something to the fact that there's, yeah, left and right, like socialist or, or, or authoritarian, right? Like there seems to be a lot of interest in these ideas 
these pursuits which are non-economic. Right. And just just take that statement as it is. That's degrowth. Right. Right. Or at least that's less growth. Right? Yeah. And that's there there's there's a lot of dissatisfaction well with economic things as well, right? But also with these questions about you know what is our purpose what do we care about what is this all fucking for yeah um which people feel we could be prioritizing more yeah um and and that in itself is a maybe it's not degrowth but it's like it's not growth (laughs) right it's it's not growth being god it's like something else is and whatever growth happens to emerge from that fine yeah but that's not my goal right Right. that's what people are saying uh kind of across the spectrum i mean i'm honestly i've like we because we were texting about this too i've like and then we just talked about it before recording this is like it was really interesting listening to mark like basically just be like "No, no 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 i'm not talking about markets (laughs) And I was like kind of texting to you about how like a non-market pro-nuclear like emerging political voice is like it felt right wing to me. And I don't mean that in like a value judgment way at all. Yeah. yeah, But it was like because normally I'd thought of them as like socialist. So it was like really starting to trip me up like the the cathedral like, you know, Bitcoin, whatever. Yeah. nuclear alignment this is like the right and virtuous way to do things yeah Yeah. and i'm also not that's not me but i also don't think growth is the goal at all like and that's where i reject you're a degrowther no because i don't you're an a growther (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) yeah um no but i i i have been i do try and think sometimes in terms of like the tribes out there and what I am and what I'm not. And I was thinking about this, um, in the context of like, uh, yeah. When the, when the decar bro article came out and we were like, we're not techno optimists or, Mm -hmm. you know, then there's like the EACC, which is the like hyper, like use technology to growth, hard growth. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Which is like, (laughs) left it i don't know whatever the left right stuff doesn't matter but it was like i don't my goal is not growth mm-hmm. and i also am not like pro degrowth like i want yeah. i want to try and like maximize people living good meaningful lives like i think of it as like more like human flourishing like yeah it doesn't matter how many people it's just that like the people that are here can like pursue meaning and yeah live good lives and i think the like whatever number of people that ends up being like i don't you know great like i don't want to i I don't want to like kill mad people off to like let a much smaller group afford that or something you're saying you have no particular goal when it comes no particular goal it's like just a different metric like a different idea to, to frame around um and and growth is obviously like it could be a population thing. It also could just be sort of an economy thing. It could be a sort of 
technology rate of improvement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of ways to yeah, that like which in EACC is just like accelerationism, like better technology, like advance, 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 as like a pursuit of meaning in a way. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't resonate with me at all either. And so the surf. I I just yeah, yeah, just go go for a surf, man. Um, (laughs) no, but you know what? It's like hard to triangulate in all this like those different perspectives, like what I actually stand for. And I have been like reflecting on it a lot, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I agree. I, I, or I, I feel the same way. Like yeah. what, what is, where do I fall in all this stuff? Yeah. Um, and I think that's really kind of what I was, I was sort of constructing maybe a, <laughs> a growth argument that feels okay to me. Yeah. You know? Um, right via whatever random shit people are complaining Wait, about on a, Twitter. A growth argument? Like a growth. Meaning like <laughs> a, like meaning the asexual t- like yeah, a in the in how it means with asexual. Yeah, yeah, meaning like non-specific <laughs> about growth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 not a uh, growth. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Uh probably an a better a, term. An a growth that. perspective that you vibe with. Yeah, and I was kind of I feel like, like I'm a growth then too. Yeah, it was sort of I it's like a thing. Yeah, I, I was like, yeah, I think <clears throat> kids are great and maybe it is an issue that feel people feel like they can't have them even though we're the wealthiest country ever. Like what is that? Yeah. And yeah, like every time I walk into Grand Central Building, I sort of or Grand Central Station, Grand Central Building, yeah. I sort of gasp. And I'm like, right. thank God this exists. Right. And praising growth would never have got us here. Right. Hmm. You know? Oh, man, that makes you pretty right wing. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though that those th- that was probably built under more of like an FDR type of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...type of mindset. You yeah. Know? Um, uh, yeah. It is... I don't know. It is interesting to me that like... I don't know. You know, you know how kind of like uh, when we talk about the Parthenon and stuff like that, they're like these monuments of like past great civilizations or whatever. Like, what would that be for us? You'd think a lot of it got built the last 50 years. Dude, it's when we were supposedly at like our max powerful and wealthy. No, we mostly just plunked that into suburbs. Like, that's what we built. That's what what we built. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like. I guess maybe like Empire State Building and all that type of shit. Like we did kind of, yeah. Empire, you know, I Chrysler, wouldn't say invent, but like it was kind of, kind of like did the sort of big production of a thing. Yeah, like, like a skyscraper yeah. thing is American. I mean, I will say it's maybe if, not as like beautiful. If as you, like, it, there's like Google. Uh, this sounds silly, but like list of most beautiful U.S. train stations. Yeah, they were all built around the same time. Well, there's some, yeah, there's yeah, a few yeah, modern yeah, ones, yeah. but like they're mostly yeah. like Grand Central esque things. That's the most sort of <clears throat> grand of them all. Right. Uh, but they're all incredible. They really oh, are. Okay. Like 30th so Street this, Station this, in Philly. All, what, all this, that stuff. This is what it's going to bring us back is like. All that stuff was built like around the Great Depression. Right. Right. And it's sort of, I think, kind of like our most majestic thing. Yeah. So you're like a return with the V to like the Art Deco era Twitter handle. <laughs> well, <you know> those? <laughs> I'm up for anything. I, yeah, I like no, new I'm art just, as I'm well. Just with you. Um, I, this is where I don't vibe with that stuff. When there's just like there's one good and true 
aesthetic. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, come on, yeah, you up. can't actually believe that. Right. There's a lot of sick aesthetics. Art Deco. <laughs> yeah. I know. Um, which is cool, but yeah. Um. But okay, you know what so I mean? This, like that easy perspective of no, like no, no, anything modern is dumb. So let me let me connect. I know. Let me let me connect it to kind of what we've been talking about. Um, and this is what I was texting you about. Is I was like, ironically, as I've like unpacked the like modern right more, a core tenant of it is like like one new like emerging group of right wing people. Cause you know, there's like the trad trad cath Twitter. There's like, uh, you know, um, like nationalist, right. Or whatever. Like they just call them like vitalists or like, <laughs> yeah. Ascent, like they're pro like ascendancy. Of yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. We're on like an upward trajectory towards like, you know, as a God. culture or whatever, yeah. which can lead to some scary places. But what I was saying is like, there's a, there's a note of that in like nuclear rhetoric of like, Mm -hmm. once we like unlock this, like fundamentally great technology, like that is the path to like human greatness in a way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, A small way. Mark said that. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, You sort of, you have the institution build this thing and then incredible. And then incredible capitalism around it. Exactly. It was like a pro human flourishing, like a sentency kind of vital argument. Um, And my counter to that whole pod was just like, there's never been a ascendant, like the most powerful culture that the core motive force behind it was nuclear. Hmm. Like we talked about like the Brits was coal, the Americans was oil. And then like, what's next? It's like nuclear has been around for a while and it felt like most countries built it for like political reasons or out of excess wealth or like just cause they can't build anything else. Like say in China's game, there's like yeah, building yeah, everything. Yeah. France was like, we don't want to buy Russian gas. So we're going to do it. But they weren't like ascendant the last 50 years. Like they yeah. did it. Yeah, it yeah, worked. Yeah. But like, and the US did it, but then stopped. So is that because of some like weird bastardization of like our economic system that happened in the 70s? Or is it just we were like, we're pursuing growth and, and we're, we're like, wait, this like, is actually meh. more expensive. Yeah. Um, and so. I mean, definitely what I'm hearing is at least the argument this has been done before and worked, you're sort of reframing and you're saying that the test of whether it's happened before, such as France, is not sufficient. Yes. Because, I mean, many things have happened before and that doesn't really mean it can happen right now. The test is, has anyone ever done it and it mattered so much that it'd be crazy not to do it again? Right. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That they like showed like that's how to build like great country or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what i need your help with is like when you talk about like trains being built you know around a given era we even like kind of like nuclear came after it like you know 50s and yeah. 60s um but as we're pursuing this like post 70s like growth or whatever we stop so when you're talking about like the parthenon and like medici and all these like great things being built or whatever and opportunity costs like you could connect like nuclear to not being like the quote like economically 
market driven, like sound investment to make. Yeah. Which is why it hasn't happened since. Yeah. But do, if you were building like an enriched culture or something, would they be building, like was the U.S., like kind of the narrative in nuclear is like, we were doing it. We were this like a great culture and we stopped. Yeah. yeah like, yeah, is yeah. there something to that? It's kind of what you're saying on the like train stations. Sure. Know? Yeah. 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 No, no, no. <laughs> I, 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 well, to be clear, I wasn't necessarily saying that's my philosophy. No, 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 no. I, I know. I know. Yeah, I know. But, but yeah, I do think, I mean, I think you can make that argument for sure. Or is it just yeah. cause we're old? Cause we're, it's it's older that it looks sick <laughs> and like someone 50 years from now is like wow hudson yards and i go there now and Look i want that green die. engine <laughs> like, this is the worst place on earth oh like the the place you <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah yeah <laughs> I, I don't think i don't know maybe people will go back there i'm not sure yeah um really old power plants actually look awesome yeah like people used to build power plants in beautiful buildings yeah um that's kind of sick too yeah like the old like old coal plants in like philadelphia and stuff will be like some big classical building yeah. with the coal plant inside of it which is pretty sweet so do we have anything like actual now or does everyone just think i'm like right wing now <laughs> i don't think anyone thinks that <laughs> um at least i don't um yeah i'm not sure if we landed anywhere but i do think this ties together a lot of stuff we've been playing with lately and like trying to work through i'm all fucked up man i was like <laughs> i told you this before i was like if i did have to choose a camp i was like nuclear is kind of cool because like it hasn't really happened yet and it's like you can aspire to something in a way it's like a big great mission it's like a, yeah. yeah yeah and mark says that he's like it's the it's like the dreamer yeah you know um, it, i mean it's probably what it felt like to be a solar dreamer in the 90s yeah right there's this whole group of we should talk to them by the way but the like quote like solar cowboys and all that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff yeah these people who just thought it was incredible that you could put a piece of glass up and make energy i know and often to their own demise just like right they never like chase we don't thing. know yeah. well even is it like skelly to an extent i actually haven't read the book but he was like, I'm going to build like all the wind transmission lines. Oh, maybe. I, yeah, I, like, don't didn't work out. I don't know. That. But people, I kinda know, mean, like, people those... know that story, but there's so many developers who just like. Well, and like didn't... sort of the, the OG solar people. Um, they just like didn't make it. I don't know. Like, like Astro Power and, you know, Sun Power, actually. Like yeah. all that stuff where these people who were just sort of tinkering with photovoltaics and thought, oh, my God. Right. Like this is, <laughs> this is amazing. This is crazy. And spent like yeah. a decade and a half not successful, right? Just pushing on it, you know. That's another thing. Uh, separate point is just like I try and I tried to get Mark on the like awe around a solar panel. I didn't really get him to bite. Yeah, but I have that. I'm yeah. like, holy shit! You can just like plop this thing down anywhere. The power comes out, and power comes. It's like <laughs> that's the most amazing thing humans have ever done. Like, and yeah. you can carry like a you know with on a little handle like a few <laughs> yeah. kilowatt hour like yeah you know lfp battery or something 
and just for like 15, 20 years have power like 12 hours a day without, or even overnight, depending on what you're thinking about anything. Yeah. Yeah. This is one, I think big difference. Um, nuclear, like forget economics and all that stuff, right there. It's both like abundant energy, right? Solar yeah. nuclear. Um, and forget grid system operations, yeah. right? Oh, capacity factor, dispatch, but whatever, right? Nuclear is big and complicated. And we, we talked about this with them, actually. It's big yeah. and complicated, and it takes lots of men to run or women, right? right? Solar is a piece of glass with <laughs> some stuff under the glass. Yeah. And you just put it out there. But I did want to ask, isn't think it like mad hard to manufacture when we were talking about that? I don't think it, it's not like manufacturing semiconductors. It's not semiconductors. No, no, it's nowhere near, nowhere near that complex. It's not like, oh yeah, you can only get the machine from ASML, and if you do, if you're like on their blacklist, you're fucked. Like no, yeah, it's, you get these big silicon ingots, you like cut them into wafers. There's like advanced manufacturing now. You know now they use diamond wire saws to cut yeah, them, yeah, so there's yeah. minimal waste. But like it's all incremental stuff, right? But no, it's just like sheets of you know photovoltaics like connected with bus bars right it's it's pretty simple i mean evidenced by the fact that they're absurdly cheap now we're we're back to hitting all-time lows for solar modules you can buy a wholesale module i mean i i'm gonna get the numbers wrong because i don't i'm not deep in that stuff anymore but it's like you know for like 20 cents a watt right it's just it's not even a major portion of the solar project cost anymore Right. right it's simple Right. <laughs> and I think that's pretty amazing. There's something elegant about that. Right. But I think to some people, it's like, oh, that's not inspiring. Right. I want to build a fucking cathedral. I know. It just makes know? so much sense, though. Yeah. But, that okay, so that was that was the point. Is that's what you're getting This to, was what yeah. I was texting you. Yeah. It was like, the, if you call it this, the right wing wants nuclear for, like, an ascendant culture, but it's actually the progressive right which is like solar and wind maxis overturning the old order of like, well, I don't know if that makes it. It's the prog- not even the progressive right, just the progressives who are going to deliver it for them. Who are going to deliver what for who? Like the way to like break out of our current like trending dystopia is potentially, I wouldn't even call it growth, but it would be like the opportunity that building a new energy system affords and it may be that nuclear is not central to that so if you want to like reinvigorate the u.s Mm -hmm. and have like there's a lot of reason why we talk about clean energy abundance right is like you make power so cheap that like people can do whatever and like it's gonna like lead it's gonna like reinvigorate the domestic economy and like give people good paying jobs and yeah. Make energy cheap so we can manufacture stuff here. That kind of like more optimistic vision of the future. I wouldn't even call it like particularly growthy. It's just like things aren't going well for a lot of people now. And it feels like this like reinvigoration of the economy can relieve that pressure in a sense. Mm-hmm. And so for someone and I'm not saying anyone who likes nuclear is right wing, but there are right wing people who like nuclear, like say the vitalist or ascendant, right? Mm-hmm. 
it's not going to be nuclear that actually gives them what they want. It's the progressives who oh. like renewable. This is what I was trying yeah, to say yeah, to you yeah, on yeah. text. I see what you're saying. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It may be like the the growthers. Their their other goals. This is a whole thing I've been trying to wrap my head around. When you were talking about like opportunity costs and like train stations were built in an era, in an era of depression of less growth, we built like beautiful things or whatever. I don't know that for a fact, by yeah, the way. Yeah, no, no, I know, yeah, I know. Yeah, but yeah. what are, you could just like yeah. hear me out. Yeah, yeah. Um, is that you like need growth or like some level of wealth, right? To to do that. Yeah. Which I'm basically saying, if you want nuclear to come back, you're gonna need solar and wind. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of get what you're saying. You're saying like that's that's like my need, that's my controversial state. I don't even know if I believe that, but I want to just put the idea out there. Put in a plucky way, like you need excess GDP in order to misallocate it. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Yeah, and I'm not saying it would be yeah. a misallocation, but you know, under that kind of framework. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That, that's an interesting thing. Yeah. That's what I've been trying to like connect this whole time. You kind of need both. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and to be fair, yeah, the IRA and CHIPS Act and infrastructure bill, you can also make the case that these things are more aesthetically growth than they are economically, right? Like, yeah. You know, plunking subsidies into things and stuff isn't necessarily the economic optimal, right? But it's sort of like, nah, we're going to do this. Right. You know, um, right. And, and, and maybe that's good. You know, maybe, maybe that's like a virtuous thing to do. Right. Um, um, and it, to some groups, at least it does seem to sort of rally them around like a, yeah, that's, a, that's something I want to pursue. You right. Know? Let's build a bunch of factories and bang stuff out and make buildings sweet. You know, uh, that's not necessarily like the neoliberal, you know, markets only approach. Right. Right. That would be like the carbon tax, I guess, yeah. which isn't really inspiring to anyone other than yeah. like a handful of economists. Um, so th this is this is what's tripping me up. Yeah, I think you just pointed it out. It's like excess GDP if you want to call it that excess mm -hmm. wealth is what allows you to like pour it into like non-economic, beautiful things. Patronage. Yeah. And you were also talking about how the pursuit of growth leads to like potentially, at least in our current culture, the over optimization of growth. Yeah. But you need that impulse in the first place to like build the excess wealth. There's like a band. So they're just like weird sine and cosine waves of like the right and the left crossing through time, you know, that yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, or to the progressive and the like. Or can can you even think of it as like thermostatic control almost, right? It's like yeah. there's an upper ceiling <laughs> and then it starts to knock it back down. Yeah. But then some people are like, wait, we need to go back up, yeah. you know, and it sort of bounces, yeah, sine and cosine yeah. between a band, like between yeah. an amplitude. Um, and it's all about sort of how tight or loose that band is. Right. Um, there's there's there's, Maybe there's is, waves yeah. and cycles right i think in that wave cycle just again i don't i don't have like I, I am very much like a pragmatist in a way where i'm like if you put me in the 1960s like exactly who i am i would be like 
different ideologically, like based on the present moment we're in. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, You're a part of the cycle. Yeah, and I just like am more interested yeah. in like balance in the cycle. And it feels like today we are over in the over-optimizing. We mm-hmm. should care less about like overall growth and more about like individual participation or like flourishing. So if like, if the GDP is higher, but like the average person is poorer, I'm like, no, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think we need like more beautiful things and more optimism and like the average life to be better. Oh, you're almost way more. That. That's like degrowth way more than we need, like more net growth or gross growth. Rather it kind of sounds like you're saying we need good growth, which sounds a little Davosy to me. Is it? Yeah, they're all into like I think the, green growth, sustainable growth, or no, I don't. Or, think, no, or, it's not or, about that. Or I don't know. Quote. I think what I'm talking growth. about the Davos people do not like because <laughs> the the wealth inequality we're talking about know, is a direct just, result of the, the, the structure they yeah, built. I'm just messing around, <laughs> but no, I know what you're saying. You yeah, you're you're not into the over optimization, which I think we associate with like sort of neoliberalism. It's kind of like it it is an a growth position, right? I'm not saying like we need fewer people or more people and more growth. It's just like more money, less money. We need like, like, we have a shit ton of wealth and it's super unequal. And I don't even mean redistribute it. I just mean like the system needs like rebalance that like, yeah, someone can, you just like go get a good paying job and you can like afford a home, which you can't do anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and you have a fucking dope, you know, train station to go to down the street. Pretty cool. <laughs> Pretty, cool. <laughs> Pretty cool. I, you know what? Maybe this whole premise is wrong though. I do wonder if there was, you know, the mayor talking with the city planner, talking with the comptroller, and said like, "No, if we build Grand Central Station, sick, we're gonna make a lot of money." Yeah. You know. No. no like I, I know th- it's I think, hard to yeah. pencil out, but just fucking believe me. Like, I don't know, dude. Think about like fucking gigantic football stadiums. I know they're maybe not like. Yeah, I bet they do the math there. Yeah, but they I just mean to. if they're like, if we build the biggest, sickest thing, like people will come. There's and a pe- buy tickets. A good story on this is, uh, in Singapore, kind of before its more recent ascendancy. Yeah. Or at the very beginning, uh, uh, a leader there uh, said that the the street from the airport to downtown needs to be the most beautiful street <laughs> so that when people yeah. visit they're just yeah. like their first impression yeah, 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 is like yeah. oh my god look at all these trees right. look at that's, all these gardens that's what i'm saying and you can't really calculate the payback right. of it but it was just intuitive it was just let's do it maybe it right? is all uh, an optimization thing of just like yeah if you build more beautiful shit then like people will come and pay money for it yeah maybe it wasn't about a lack of opportunity cost yeah. No, they saw the opportunity and they saw the investment potential here. But more so a lack of requiring you know, very specific quantification of everything. Right. Right. And a little bit yes. of being willing to go with your gut. Dude, now we're talking about fucking CDR again. <laughs> <laughs> like what have we got the wrong metrics? No, I'm, I'm kidding. You know you know but, what I'm saying though? Like maybe that's more it. It's like you know, now everything has to be expressed in the model and the sensitivities yes. and all of that. Uh, and there's some things that, you know, you don't have the right data on, you don't have the right precedence for, et cetera. 
And even if you really strongly believe them to be right and have this intuition they're right, you just could never get it through the committee, right? Yeah. Um, and maybe back in the day, the mayor just said, build fucking Grand Central Station. You I know? think it's either, there's only two causes, potentially. One is because we've just like decided our monetary system is going to be inflationary, like by fiat. And so that means we build our models in a certain way or our elites have become completely tasteless. <laughs> like maybe Bill Gates is just good at computers, you know, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they just don't value it personally. Like they could, but they don't. Yeah. Maybe you just have bad taste. <laughs> it has nothing to do with models or money or anything. If you were hyper rich, crazy rich, this is something I've always been curious about. Like, why do people get super yachts? So dumb. Because they're not even beautiful. Or they're beautiful no. in, like, a dumb way. You know. I'm also, kinda... like, when you're that rich, why don't you just, like, fucking rent one? Like, why do you have to own it? Even th think, why Maybe even it's think like about it? Yeah. Thing. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I just, I've always found that curious. Um, Maybe it... It's, it's, implies something i can't think of anything i'd buy except like rich. land and surfboards and records <laughs> <laughs> you hate growth <laughs> what about you i just i just like made an attempt at like synthesizing my worldview into this conversation yeah yeah uh can you can you do the same Oh, we, I feel like this is so multi-dimensional now. It's hard for me. I know, to but my, my okay. So my, mine was basically like, don't worry about like growth of GDP. Just worry about like how well everyone's doing here, like shrink inequality and not through redistribution, but through like participation and builds cool, beautiful shit and not like ugly synthetic modern homes that all look the same. Yeah, I, I think mine's probably similar-ish. It's about balance. I, I mean, I think you have to both care about growth and not care about it too much. Yeah. Right. You have to, you have to have that core fundamental economic engine behind things to be able to do much of anything. Right. But then, in your marginal choices, you should be willing to do more than just what the model shows. Right. Right. Um such as invest a little extra in the in the big building or right. or or care about something like i don't know child hunger right um whatever it might be right yeah. we 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 should i think you need both yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of like frustratingly kind of like a middling answer but yeah but i see no way around that yeah you really need both <laughs> wait i have a funny you know all the shit we're doing at firehouse yeah so, um, this is where this, I mean, this is where the after party is going to be. So I feel like it kind of ties in for mm -hmm. Rose. So we rent the room and then, so my friends and I are like very, very into sound design, as you know, like good speaker systems and clubs and stuff and dance, like not just dance music, but bands as well. And Sim, my buddy who works in private equity built this like crazy, like, intense model of like us throwing events there and like renting we pay the venue a fee and then we like sell tickets and get mm -hmm. the bar revenue and um we've been renting sound systems and what we realized is 
the math is really bad <laughs> to do what we want to do. Which is, we're not going to make money to do what you want to do is like, what build a really sick sound system and like throw good events in the space because like a lot of the acts that we want to see. Oh, so the, the math, the of, rooms they're playing in are like not good enough. The math of building the sound system is actually bad relative to renting. Like, a, no, 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 it's better than renting, but like we should be spending, if we wanted to make money on this, we should be spending a quarter of what we would. You on should this, be willing to have system. shitty sound. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you're like, and so no. we're like, <laughs> but if we, you know, buy the sound system, then we can afford, like, basically if you rent the system, you lose money every event. So it's just like, how many times can I do this? And yeah. that's with like charging your friends 30 bucks Yeah, to come. <laughs> it's like, that's about so it. we're yeah. like, okay, if we buy the system, we can make money every event. Cause now we don't have to pay for it anymore. When you like, you're like, okay, how many events do we need to throw? And you like kind of do yeah. the math. You're like, we'll no longer be stressed throwing each event, but we'll just have this gigantic sunk cost into <laughs> yeah, like yeah. this thing. And, um, but if you like take into account like the depreciation of the system and the number of times we use it, maybe we get 20 events instead of 10 events, we like might break even. And if we like sell it at the end of it. And of course, not and, captured in the model is well, will people appreciate the better sound and will maybe more people come? Will this be more successful? A hundred percent. Will will you guys be more excited about it and do a better job? There's no reason to do it if it does make sense yeah. economically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the whole point of doing it is that we walk into rooms where like a lot of this up and coming like music scene is playing and we're like, this, this sound sounds sucks. Awful. <laughs> this artist is amazing. And so like, like this isn't they right. should, like, <laughs> yeah. I want to see that something, something beautiful. Better. Yeah. They deserve something better. Let's like go lose a bunch of money on making the thing that's better. And maybe being willing to lose a bunch of money is what makes it end up working. Potentially. Yeah. yeah, yeah I think yeah. that's true of a lot of things. Yeah. A lot of, but even are... still, if it doesn't, we don't care. We're just like, okay, as long as we don't lose like that much, like, you know, you could say it's like, okay, it's like, buy, you know, spending money on a vacation. There's no like return on that. Or <laughs> yeah. but like, like yeah, it's good for me. I yeah, yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. This is the point. Yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. I think that kind of maps to what you're saying. Yeah, I do think sometimes you kind of have to be a quantitative in order to yeah, like find a, the So we have a new term. <laughs> we're a, we're a growthers. <laughs> Are we a climatists? Like what? Are we, like, I, I, I don't know. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm, are we like? We're not disoptimizers. We're just we're just a, non-optimizers. A, a, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because then you, the, it does swing the other direction where everyone's like, "Fuck optimization!" Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're all. I stupid. should just be allowed to do whatever I yeah. want, you know. And you're like, "Okay, settle down." Like this has to have some shot in yeah. fucking hell at work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That took us on a journey. So do you think, do you think, um, do you think we need renewables to build nuclear? <laughs> this is just, this is just, I don't even, I haven't even thought this one All through, right, but me, it's just really, really fun to let say. Let me play with it. Yeah. So what, for whatever the new energy is, we certainly needed fossil fuels yes. to get there. Yes. Right. No shot in hell at like yeah. the advanced energy society without growing off of yeah. fossil fuels. And if you think in this current moment, like the new thing, the next thing is 
is wind and solar and batteries and EVs and like analytics, basically, you know, like smart load. If you think all that is like super relevant and nuclear is not quite there yet to like really ascend, then yeah, I think you could make the argument we do need, we do need renewables for nuclear yeah. to succeed because it's, it's like the next thing in the ladder. You right, know? right, right, right. Um, and I mean, I've been kind of tout honking that horn recently, right? Which is if I think like end game, I mean, there's no end game, but like long game. I thought it was more growth. <laughs> if No, no, if I think really <laughs> long game, I do think you have to have nuclear and that it's like it is the path to like one cent elect delivered electricity yeah, yeah, right because yeah, yeah. it's it's like little microgrids powered by nuclear that don't require any T and D and thus yeah, avoid yeah, all yeah. those cut right like oh but, I definitely but we'll only ever get there if the economy grows to the point that it can like support all of that like happening and right. renewables appear to be the path right now right so I think there's something to this yeah nice I like it I do definitely buy like irrespective of what happens with renewables or like the big grid that Microsoft needs power for like AI data centers and they're just going to like build SMRs. I think that's pretty sick actually. If yeah. that, like if that's real, you know, it's a, it's a quiver or it's an arrow in their quiver. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I do think it is a real arrow. Right. Um, it's not as if they've just, <laughs> put all their chips in on right, on right, SMRs, right. but like I do, I, well, I guess I would say like, if you want a 99% up a hundred percent uptime server, like data center, um, and you can't build natural gas cause of like, you yeah. don't want to cause of the climate, like you kind of only can build SMRs. Yeah. I mean, or you can accept grid power and just have diesel backup, but that's becoming increasingly challenging. Right. Because connecting new load is taking forever right connecting new utility scale power of any type is taking forever like the grid is sort of getting in the way of all all the stuff that connects yeah. to it um and and keep in mind i think this is where people go off so like well but smr is like what's the lcoe gonna be 12 cents 15 cents I'm like, microsoft makes 75 percent gross margins right ai is their biggest opportunity ever <laughs> and they're perfectly positioned for it. And yeah. they just gobbled up fucking open AI. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. they don't give a shit they about that. They don't give that. a fuck like, about the power. You know what I, mean? I mean, they do yeah, in, a, yeah, in, yeah, a, yeah. in a lower growth environment yeah. where they're just like, Oh yeah. Incremental, you know, cloud demand is up. So they, but I when think, they're like AI is coming, we got to roll. I think what I'm the hearing SMRs. from you yeah. is that AI Capitalism is creating flourishing around nuclear. No, um, no, no. AI is creating excess wealth for Microsoft. And with that, they're going to build Nuke. atomic cathedrals. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> that no one steps foot in. <laughs> right. yeah. Other than like the plant. They're going to build great, big, yeah. beautiful power plants <laughs> that are housed in, you know, these gothic structures. <laughs> are actually housed in like, prefab concrete walls like <laughs> yeah, it's yeah like the ugliest piece um, of shit ever but i i think yeah I, I i don't know i i think the microsoft thing makes perfect sense and people who are like oh this is so silly like i just yeah. don't how can you not see that as as, yeah. as one approach right. worth considering right, right. um um that well, i mean uh, that's another interesting one this idea of um 
you know, the grid, and I don't mean loader, and I don't mean generators, I mean the wires and infrastructure, it's inertia, <laughs> and I don't mean power system inertia, I mean slowness to change. Um, like even forgetting, like, if you think it's good or bad at things, just it's a slower institution. Yeah. Um, is going to spur on the development of things sort of regardless of like where they rank stack in the economic pecking order. Yeah. Because other things are faster. Right. So, you know, even if on the Lazard list, SMRs aren't aren't the best, it kind of doesn't matter because like, yes, energy is valuable. Yes. And, and, the the sort of ease of experimentation when less connected to the grid will kind of like lead to development of things which then might eventually be real players on the grid said said in you know maybe economic terms a lazard a lazard analyst could understand <laughs> I'm kidding. like if you're the value of your load is higher than the <laughs> Sorry, go on, go on. (laughs) The value of your load is higher than the cost of any power plant in a stack. You're going to spend whatever the, as long as the opportunity cost in time is lower than the difference in the cost of the power plants, you're just going to build the fucking more expensive one. Yeah, yeah. So let's imagine like nuclear is a million dollars more expensive and the value of this load to you is $2 million. Build a nuclear every time. Yeah. And you yeah. have to wait two years and you're losing a million dollars every year that you're not connected. You're just going to, you're going to build it. Yeah. I think in general, yeah, this, the value of load is like completely un, uh, unexplored in all yeah. of this like energy system analysis. Yeah. Um, and it's no, it is. It's, it's generally considered to be it's relatively so uniform, because um, certainly a lot of load is not like wildly valuable. No, right. No, like I, if this light burnt out right now, we'd be like, "Oh shit, man! I guess we go to the other room." Yeah. Right. Uh, but some load's extremely valuable, right? And and that will influence, yeah, the evolution of the power system. Yeah. Especially when it's a, such a big thing as you know, this like slowness to adapt as the grid. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think. And because we can just build power plants next to loads now. Yeah. Especially like the most, especially something like a data center. Like that's right. a, that's large, right. you know, you don't have to like develop some like, Oh, we got to figure out how to make this reactor 500 kilowatts. Well, in the past right. there was just like an analog meter and you didn't know the difference between this light in this room and like granny's like, ventilator ventilator next yeah, yeah. door yeah. at like the, the office next door you know <laughs> yeah. just, just like you my grandpa's like, in an iron lung yeah, like, like, <laughs> just, yeah. this isn't just any residential meter yeah. you know yeah whereas um, now they put an, a ups on that you know yeah. right um cool what do you think did we have anything else do you want to talk about that aoc speech what was the other thing that we were going to talk about well, Microsoft. Oh, the their... Apple commercial. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've. I watched like forty-five seconds of it, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. 
I actually, okay. So actually here's my take on it. I appreciate the commercial. Tell me how. Because it so perfectly encapsulates the, the, like a lot of people on Twitter or whatever were like, everyone was ragging on it from like both sides in a way, mm-hmm. but it actually like does capture the like mainstream perspective in a way. It like steel mans it in this like perfect way. In a way. Like they made the perfect ad in some ways. How so? What do you mean? Not for like people wanting to buy their shit, but like it encapsulated that perspective on the world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was like, Oh, they actually like just like, they just like, did it in it. public. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <is> crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was weird, but that it, that does, it is interesting to me. I don't know if it's just like those people aren't on Twitter, but I just got the sense that like a lot of people probably liked it. And they kind of knew what they were doing. Or is what, that is that not true? What I don't get about it is that... Maybe I'm missing something here. Yeah. Because I really don't get it, why you strategically would do this. Yeah. I've always thought of, you know, declarations of environmental virtue by a publicly traded company as kind of like these, like, simple marketing things. Yeah. Right? It's kind of like, well you know, consumers will associate us with like kind of better virtues and that'll marginally help us. And, and like, it's kind of an easy win. Yeah. Um, but they, Oh, I like where this this commercial was so sort of like meta and it's not a commercial. Sorry. It's like part of their, whatever their, their, their Apple event. It was kind of like a digital short, (laughs) you know? Um, it was so like meta and millennial and like ironic that it the 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 sort of the part of the market that's just kind of like sees powered by 100% clean energy like on their MacBooks box and like feels a little tingle of goodness would be fucking confused by this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'd yeah. be like, "What the hell are no, they?" No, no, no. Like, but this is this is exactly so, what so I'm saying. So I was saying. like, "What is it for?" This is what right? I'm saying. It's it's not. It's actually not an ad. So are you saying it's like, I think they actually believe it. That's why I was like, this is actually fascinating to me. Hmm. It's not meant to sell shit. (laughs) I mean, maybe like maybe somewhere is like, oh yeah, like we're going to talk, but like, that's not the place it comes from. It didn't feel like to me. I don't think that's like they like earnestly believed like, I don't think, but if you followed the whole, like all the Apple announcements around the iPhone 15 and all that stuff beyond that, video they did inject like that was like the no no, no anch- but i'm just saying it's not of a lot it's of not, like basic marketing it's not greenwashing and the primary reason they're doing it is not to sell shit you're saying it's actually the real thing yeah okay and it's tariff and it's like terrible <laughs> like, wait what's terrible about it if it's actually virtuous and it's real not thing? virtuous it's just earnest Okay, so what's not virtuous about earnestly wanting to like be better for the environment? Because it's fucking Apple. Do you know how much shit they produce? It's literally the like pinnacle of consumerism. So you're just saying they could never be virtuous. They could never be sustainable, and they earnestly believe they're doing it. Interesting. The whole thing is fucking offset. Right, so you are a degrowther. N- no, I'm not. We can't have iPhones if we no. want to be sustainable. I'm not saying that. 
Well, you just said they could. Did I say being sustainable was the goal? Okay, so you don't care about being sustainable. I think I want humans to flourish. (laughs) And if this is the thing, the the earth is going to be fine. (laughs) I I get that. If we emit a shit ton of carbon, the only thing we're going to kill is ourselves. The yeah. earth is going to rebalance. It's going to be like, oh, wow, that yeah. species was really fucking stupid. Yeah. It's gone from the earth now. Sure. <laughs> See ya. We, like, we have this means like of ejecting sh- you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. This shit's been around for like, yeah, yeah. like we're going to kill off all the ecosystems. <laughs> we're like not going to be able to like, yeah, you know, you, you get lost fish <laughs> anymore because they're all dead. They're like, and we're not going to even be able to grow bugs because like our economy broke down. <laughs> no bugs. To eat. <laughs> yeah. And like we're all going to die. The, yeah, the earth sort and of then is the like earth's you lost gonna the game. And then the earth going to go on with its thing. Yeah. Sure, it's not, sure. None of this, this is what drives me insane no, no, no. about. When I say when you sustainable, t- no, 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 no. I mean sustainable. This is, this is my core argument with like all of the environmentalism that exists today. You can even tie it back to CDR shit is like. None of this is about saving the planet. It's about saving us. Yeah. It is at its core. That's yeah. what people care about. Yeah. And that's fine. Just be fucking honest about it. Yeah. And so Apple is like, they're not, it's not about, it's not greenwashing and it's not about the, like they actually, they mean it and they don't know that they can't do it because they're a fucking trillion dollar company and they won't look themselves in the mirror and admit that. Why do you think they can't do it? The whole thing was about offsets. I don't think the whole thing was, I mean, they're talking about like recycled materials. Dude, do you know how much waste they produce? Oh no, I get it. I get it. I get it. But I'm just saying they will never, let me put it this way. They will never be sustainable. Maybe they'll like emit less carbon. Okay, I mean more sustainable, like okay, largely what does that sustainable. Mean? Well, yeah, yeah, we. I don't know the answers to these things. But, but if you take the like Mother Nature scolding them, like thing to its logical end, Mother Nature doesn't want you to dig any of that shit out of the ground. If that's your perspective, like, what do you mean a sustainable? What do you mean selling a billion sustainable phones a year? It's a fucking billion phones. <laughs> yeah, whether are you saying like whether it's whether it was one company doing that or a thousand, it could never be sustainable. Yeah, I'm just saying the act of making a billion phones is by definition not sustainable. I mean, I guess yeah, it depends how you want to define sustainable. Okay, um, we're disturbing the environment to a large degree yeah, I mean, to make these phones. Nothing, and I'm, I'm not yeah. making a judgment on that. Yeah. I'm saying Apple in being like, we're going to be carbon neutral by 2030 is like completely ignoring the fact that they're extremely disruptive to the environment. I mean, I, I imagine they probably know how disruptive they are. It doesn't seem like it in that commercial. And I think probably their goal while no. while not communicated here's what it is they've, i they've, i th- i think if the 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 person at apple who is sincere about their work in environmental stuff their actual goal is let's be as sustainable as possible their actual goal is absolving themselves of their own guilt i think that's it's catholic yeah i think that's the exact that commercial yeah. is like a, cat, a religious like <laughs> 
like protestation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the of the, like <laughs> the, the like modern environmental movement. I so I believe yeah, corp, <laughs> corporate environmentalism often is like this this sort of go to the confession booth sort of thing. Yeah. Um I agree with that. Sorry, I'm getting stuck on this like never can be sustainable thing. Yeah. Um I think we're I honestly think it's probably if we just define the terms we'll yeah. be fine, but yeah, so yeah, go yeah, yeah. just go ahead. Yeah, I'm I'm just going to get unstuck on that cuz I don't yeah. think it's like that useful. Um but No, 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 like play it out. Well, no, I don't, I don't know. I just think like there is virtue to yeah, you can be like being... really, really unsustainable, and like there's, you can be better for sure. Yeah, I'm not yeah, like yeah. not like because that's the thing is like and a it, lot of the shit they're doing is great. Yeah, I'm not commenting on that at all. Like yeah. they should be doing all that stuff. Yeah, um, it's it's the whole it's like the driving motivation behind it. That well, I'm I agree. I'm always with. skeptical of that yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, or like accepting it on accepting that commercial like on its terms. Mm-hmm. It's not about the stuff they actually did. So I'm probably aligned with you on that. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Ultimately, I just found it weird because I didn't understand. Yeah. Who, who? I guess I didn't understand who the audience really was. I don't think there was one. I think it was themselves. Yeah. I swear maybe, to God, it was a fucking baptism. Maybe it was just like. The, it was. It was yeah. <laughs> so weird. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. It would definitely. And that's why I liked it because I was like, holy shit, they don't even know what they just made. This is like, this will be remembered. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying, though? Do you I, think I'm I, onto something here? I don't think I've articulated it well. I think But I, I do think there's something of what yeah. I'm trying to say. This was almost like. It was like the end of. It was the end of that era of that thing because yeah i just looked at it and i was like holy shit that's what you have to offer us sort of like that's the end of this movement (laughs) it's dark place it's like mother nature screaming at you and saying i'll do better like and you're like (laughs) okay thank you i'll do better but like i'm still a trillion dollar company it's like so odd yeah (laughs) (laughs) i guess like say your 10 hail marys yeah 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 It, it it is I I see what you mean by it being like religious. Yeah. That's kind of all we've talked Man, about. Man, we got fucking weird today. Yeah. Um That's all I really have. <laughs> do you I feel like I need to do a disclaimer. I never want to do the like just cuz I talk about these ideas doesn't mean I, I'm just like whenever there's a whenever whatever people are like don't read or like they get the most mad about i'm like usually reading that shit yeah you're you're a curious person yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) i don't think there's any like like, to say no i get it it's like because you know me but if if i were you i'd probably want to say something too i just felt i'm like i don't know but yeah for for anyone listening there's really no disclaimer necessary yeah i also don't like the disclaimer so i'm not gonna do it but i'm just saying like it's okay. Just read <laughs> shit, and that you know. Are you? you can, a, oh, go go go. No, go ahead. Are you a rag nationalist? <laughs> Are you spl- splunking, slunk, slonking? Are you slonking eggs? Um, not quite. No. That sounds pretty unpleasant. To slonking me. eggs. Yeah, yeah, or slunking or whatever. I don't know. Who? who? I think the I, I I don't know. We talked about it on the like. I eat my organic and then go to the MMA fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's obviously something to a lot of those perspectives on like. Oh sure, yeah. Modern food is bad. Like, 
that's another good example I mean, actually not, yeah like the the whole modern food is killing us thing is sort of a it's at least a non-growth perspective yeah it ties right? in with the, those people also like cathedrals bitcoin and nuclear yeah and it's sort of saying you know you've optimized for gdp or or maybe a, a sort of like underlying thing like calories produced but uh you didn't consider that you're poisoning us all right you know right um, which going back to i don't know my thing a few ago was like that feels very in some ways old school environmentalism yeah it's kind of like anti-big business right 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 like, right you don't care about but it's the from right the right things. now which is yeah. crazy yeah it is crazy yeah <laughs> or, things are getting weird they're getting yeah. so weird dude yeah i can't yeah um Okay, do you want to end on what do I have here? Um I said, can you be aesthetically solar punk and spiritually degrowth? Which is because of the AOC speech. Like two weeks ago she was like into solar punk on TikTok or whatever, and then this week she gave like kind of sounded like a just stop oil dump speech. Like or just like end fossil fuels in a way. Yeah. She didn't like really say that, but I think in the context of like who she is and her being like, we must stop this now. Yeah. It's like kind of just stop oily. Yeah. I think you said something before that was, you flipped What I feel like I'm seeing in her, right? Cause probably three, four years ago, she'd mostly just be just stop oily. Yeah. Right. And now we're seeing this growing interest in like solar punk and like abundance. And this is actually maybe going to be really cool. Yeah. Um, and I think that came out of maybe one or two years ago, her sort of trying to port those feelings into like a Green New Deal type yeah, view. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I, I think what we're seeing is someone who needs to retain the aesthetics of of kind of like, I don't know, degrowth, climate, doomer, just stop, whatever all that stuff is. Yeah. Um, but is actually internally kind of turning on clean energy abundance. Oh, interesting. Um, and is figuring out how to like deal with all of that. Right. Um, even if you listen to the speech during climate week, um, there are hints of the, the soul sort of like solar abundance thing that she sprinkles in there. Right. Which are almost surprising to hear, um, in, the, in that context. Otherwise, um, so I, I'm interested to see where this all goes. Yeah. She, she may actually be like a end up sort of a vessel for these ideas to a, yeah. to a group that otherwise doesn't get access to them yeah. in a way they find palatable. Yeah. Um, that's my, that's what my gut is saying. Interesting. I do almost, people might hate this association, but because I follow like a very wide variety of people on Twitter and watching the like right wing, like the far right to like Tucker pipeline. And they all appreciate Tucker, even though like he's neutering a lot or like not aligned with a lot of what they're saying, just cause like some of their ideas are like slipping sort of out somehow through him. getting there. Yeah. And like, is there a similar like solar punk, and I'm I'm not even equating the two, but like AOC is like she was talking about solar punk, and I got like nervous. Mm-hmm. But it's also like 
fucking AOC's talking about solar punk. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So there's Something's like happening the here. other yeah. direction, like pipeline to like, is she gonna like go the just stop oil route or like is she gonna play all those cards mm-hmm. and like kind of be an ally to like a lot of these fringe ideas? You know? Yeah. Because I'm also like, well, it's, that's the whole climate defiance thing or whatever. Like them showing up and like yeah. shouting at John Kerry or whatever, whatever the, like the politicians that they're doing. I'm like, this is kind of cool. Like, whatever. It's not like my thing at all. Yeah. And I'm not like a just stop oil guy, but like maybe it makes sense that she's like spouting both kind of like yeah. fringe online community like worldviews simultaneously in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it's sort of, I think she sees it as her job to like simultaneously deliver those people and offer them something. Right. You know, and so it's, you know, in in the speech, she kind of points out how we need to stand up to, you know, XYZ and President Biden. Right. And you kind of just like, we know you guys are cool, you know, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, even if you don't, you know, text all the time, you know, like, yeah, yeah, you know, I know Um, a lot of it is like, but, but like, but, but, you know, maybe there is something to that in a way, which is like sort of, how do you take a group that feels quite alienated from, from this and is angry about a lot of things I do think are quite real. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and how do you maybe lead them to a path that's productive? Right. Um, on terms they can get down with. Right. Like where they are right now. Yeah. Um, um, I know. I think maybe, I'm just... maybe, you know, you know, when someone says, for example, yeah. And you know, what's really cool. Like this this Republican politician, this guy really likes solar and batteries because it's sort of anti-utility and it's resilient. And we're all kind of like, you know what? That's cool, man. Like, do your thing. Right. Like, like, right. We're all going to the same place. Right. You know, maybe this is kind of like that too. Yeah. I have no problem with like a lot of people who were part of like a movement or something may have problem with like the deal making of like, grand bargaining in a way i'm just like that's just like how the world works but i do have a problem with like taking revolutionary energy and diffusing it into like not even a grand bargain yeah the 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 entropy thing the entropy thing that we always talk about and so like i don't know which one it is i think it may be like it might be more like grand bargaining yeah one like we maybe are like advancing towards yeah yeah this thing you know like yeah. well i think anytime you see the beginning of that it could be either right and that's what's a little like yeah. ooh, ooh what, that's uh, like a little unsettling like but that could also be like right. good nervous you know like it you don't know yeah i think someone gets aoc's people <laughs> make sure it's she should come to dervos she should that would be cool that'd be cool yeah call her up i'll write a letter we have to find someone in her district i think she probably it would it would fit with her beat though. honestly i think she'd you know at least kind of be interested yeah. In it. yeah 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 okay how long has it been what is that like two hours what does it say on there i think i think i think just shy yeah yep
we're we're at 150. I think it's time. Oh, that's not too bad. That's a <laughs> nice. Uh, that's short. Yeah, it's short. I think. Uh, I think I'm good though. My, I'm good. My brain's. Uh, Colleen, you didn't join, and the wheels did come off. I think there's some good stuff in there though. Yeah, I hope so. I want to just take credit. I I think my uh my 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 growth prompt. Dude, was you pretty fucked, damn good. You fucked me up. Yeah, I think clearly. That was good. Did you see what just happened to my brain? <laughs> I started going into like right wing Twitter mode, yeah. shit. I was fucking bouncing yeah, everywhere. Yeah. No, that was fun. That was cool. All right, well, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, alrighty. See you next time. Peace out. <laughs>